So today, I have the wonderful opportunity to talk well with my wife, Hi. who we actually found free time. Um, and what? what are we talking about today? We are talking about um, the differences or the, what's the word, similarities between church and moshing. Okay. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's really weird. Well, it is. Uh, after our experience last year when we went to the Emory concert, um, it was the first time I had ever moshed before. I had always been an onlooker. I'll get more to that later. You were a watcher. I was a, I was a, a very enthusiastic watcher. I wanted to be in it, but I never um, had the courage to go in it. So after experiencing it from last year i've already said that but experiencing it and then going back to church was this uh just heavy contrast like one seemed more genuine than the other and i know that's not true but that's what it felt like and that kind of started me you know you know me i overthink everything and i was like what what would happen if i just walked up in front of the aisles and started moshing with the past <laughs> I'm pretty sure we would be removed. <laughs> like, I'm fairly certain that's what would well, happen. Well, and that's why I haven't done anything, because uh, just the idea was, like, so bizarre. But then I started thinking, like, why is that so bizarre? Like, why is that only acceptable at concerts and not at church, that form of expression when it comes to music? And I could go all day on to why music is the anchor of our lives, but I'm not going to. So that that kind of got me thinking. I've been rolling that around in my head for about a year. and. You asked me uh, a topic, and I'm like, "Well, I got one for you." <laughs> yeah, and it's something we've we've looked at doing before, and kind of pursuing, uh, maybe in written form and things like that. But um, I thought it would be a great topic um, to talk about on the show. And well, lo and behold, we actually found time to. Sit down, have a conversation, which is hard enough most nights, um, <laughs> alone, um, and, you know, be able to discuss this with you guys. So, yeah, it's it's definitely an honor to be able to finally do something creative with you, my dear. And it's an honor for me to be on your podcast. It's right? so my podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it is technically yours, but I am I am excited to be on. Most people haven't heard me talk more than a couple sentences so yeah fair enough fair enough <laughs> it's fun to be able to rant with you but yeah so why don't you why don't you start us off on this thought train of what if church was like a mosh pit yeah let's do it like what where where do we start with that do we start at the top and go like leadership or is it so much like the spirit of mm, i would start defining both so those listening who haven't who 
who have either attended a worship service but not a mosh pit or attended a mosh pop and never been in a, a church setting like it is, I think defining what both are would be helpful. All right. Well, I think the easier one um, would probably be to let's define a church service <laughs> um, because we we know that for sure. Um, yeah, we do. So why don't you start off? Let's let's define what is an average run of the mill basic church service. Yeah. So uh, what you do is you walk in, you find yourself a seat. There's either a countdown or a general idea of when service is going to start. It starts. It's very systematic. It's very calculated in most churches. Now that we've attended a few where it's just like, well, it's 730. Um, I don't know where that time came from. But anyways, it's 730. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have told people to go screw themselves to go to church at 730 in the morning. Okay, I'm sorry. 1030. You know, service starts That's at 1030 and, um, you know, it's 1045 and people are kind of looking at each other like, what is going on? Then you have churches who start immediately, like 1045 hits and it's started. Um, anyway, so you'd go in, sit down. They'd start with either announcements or a pretty slow song or a upbeat song, depending on the Or church. my favorite, a special. Oh, boy. <laughs> It's been a while if since no we've one, been in a church with a you, special. If you haven't gone to a church who like champions their special singers so much so <laughs> that they have a tape deck from 1986 in the back hooked up through like a soundboard that they had to buy special cables just to hook a tape deck up to. Um, you, you haven't lived. You haven't lived um, <laughs> at all. Um, it is It is a sight to see. Um, not that this is true for all, but most of them can't sing at all. Or you have this, the superstars who are ready to go on like the voice or something and it's just their practice. That's you, a whole nother a few, podcast. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother show. And we, we probably will end up having it. Um, <laughs> okay. But back but the rabbit hole. The formula for most churches is two worship songs at the beginning. You pause for prayer announcements, Whatever the church is up to that week. It's it's very rigid. And then you do another song. There's either a prayer or just to kind of wind down, sit down, have, meet with Jesus. You get your life straight before you listen to the pastor. And uh, then the pastor will speak for between 30 minutes to an hour and a half. It depends on if the pastor likes to talk or not and if there's a, a strict schedule to go by. Then you'll close out with either one song, maybe two, and if you're lucky, it won't be a call to the altar, which will have 16 verses. <laughs> you got to wait oceans. on the Lord. We're going to play Oceans. And <laughs> no, you, like, I'm talking like, like just time. as I am with oh, every verse, and then they repeat the chorus three times <laughs> between each verse, or just so that God has time to stir up and you get the courage to walk in front. I'm not trying to shame people. I'm just... <laughs> we're, and, we're, and we're not. We're, we're not condemning <laughs> or shaming. It's more so that we've been through those churches and we've seen it firsthand. We grew up in them. We're poking at um, it. We're, we're poking fun at that is not our cup of tea and we find it funny. Um, and, and a lot of people do the same with, with how we choose to worship in the church we go to. Um so it, it's not that we're poking fun or, or demeaning any of that. No, um, we're poking fun just a little bit. Well, We've all been to those churches where everyone's looking at each other and no one is feeling the call to the Lord. Yeah, yeah. But what 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 is needed 
to emphasize during worship is probably where we're going to focus on. Um, there's, it's very similar, whichever church you go to now, uh, what most critics will call progressive churches, there'll be those people in the front that raise their hands. Progressive and man, churches. where's flow? They are meeting with the Lord. <laughs> they have a close personal relationship with Jesus. If you can have the courage to raise that one hand, and if you're super Christian, you raise them both. You go full field. Uh, you go full field. <laughs> I still can't raise my hands in worship because of that stupid skit. (laughs) Because all I hear is, hold my TV. Hold my TV. (laughs) Anyway, so it is extreme. Of the podcast. It is really really scandalous if you raise your hands in church for most churches. So let's let's pause there, though. Let's like camp a minute in that spot of why is it scandalous, which who the hell uses the word scandalous anymore <laughs> um i mean that's usually helping i'm not even gonna go there um dim libtards <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's but let's let's camp there a minute like why is that such a huge thing if you're like in it in i those have churches? always wondered why and we're gonna get to this in a minute we are to but... my own hypocrisy <laughs> we're gonna talk about me for a second <laughs> not now but later <laughs> I don't know what the, but like it's you get stares and people are like oh, you raised your hands for the Lord is it the Care Bear stare though <laughs> we are never going to get through this no no I think we are but it there's this sense of awkwardness and the sense of I'm not sure I I can say for me there's there's been sermons preached about how in worship and lectures I have myself heard that you're not supposed to make it about you. You're not supposed to make it, look at me, I'm raising my hands, and it's distracting for the other worshipers. It's very individualistic, but you're scolding individualist individualism at the same time. So you're saying, don't make it about yourself, because other people want worship to be about themselves. Right. Right? And all I can say is you feel very subconscious and you're showing, I think a lot of it has to do with the American culture of not being able to show your emotions in public. Right. You're supposed to be even keel the whole time. If you're weeping, save it for home. That's why you hear in church announcements, leave your problems at the door. We're here to worship the Lord when really we sh- I'm going to go on another <laughs> rant. I would say another show, another time we will have that show. Ooh, but, you know, um, feeling emotions in public, especially worshiping and showing adoration for someone you know a deity to god someone where something that's very criticized in our culture today you know you're worshiping jesus you can't see jesus like you know it's a test of faith and even just to say say it's a test of faith by raising your hands like woo, you know like it doesn't make any sense but it's um it's a it's an unspoken rule in church like unless you mean it don't you raise your hands god will know Right. Don't show emotion. So I think we've. I don't know. Have we, like, so it, besides the scandalous part, because I think that's kind of key to the whole thing. So what about the mosh pit? Um, we've talked about the church side and everything with that. Um, but let's define what is moshing, which I think is actually incredibly. It's really hard to define. Sim- List. Well, <laughs> we I mean, have different it's, opinions. It's it's well, it's not. People go to a concert. Um, they walk in. 
and they get into the music and it involves people jumping into other people and being pushed into other people in a fun but very respectful respectfully aggressive way think of it as the way you dance either in your car at home when no one's watching but you do it in front of a bunch of people and it's okay right and and of course we can go into all the other things of of moshing but like to what it is it is a group of people in a circle someone starts it off by (laughs) gently shoving a friend and then they laugh and shove back and suddenly you're tornadoing in a circle of people all doing the same thing and laughing and having a really good time yeah i mean and that's pretty much it yeah. You're, you're just really and into you do the music. It, and you do it to the beat. The The song gets really loud or it gets really um, energized at that moment. And that's when people, you know, you dance. Yeah. Like, you know, if you want to go straight biblical on it, you know, David dancing down the street naked. It could have been a mosh pit. <laughs> like, that's, that's the type really of... awkward. <laughs> that's the type of energy and the type of self-abandon. You're not worried about what people are going to say to you after you're done. You're not worried about... Well, you're you're there for Angry a common glares. goal, all of you. Like, there's no in a mosh pit. Ooh, I have so much to say there's, about that. There, there's no one there. You are all at that moment, a hundred percent there, all of you for that goal. Um, which we'll get into. Well, yeah. Um, like, what's the difference between people at a normal church worship service and a people at a normal kind of average mosh pit like something that's not hardcore people aren't you know being out of their minds crazy and hurting each other so i would say the difference is this that in from my experience the short experience that i've had with church the difference is that most people who go to church are not there for the same reasons yeah. At all. Like, I, I honestly have a hard time believing 90% of the church is there for one common goal. Hmm. So what's your experience? What's what's your experience with the difference between taking part in a worship service at church and what happens between that and, say, a mosh pit or, dare I say, a, a, a concert in general? So concert in general is different. Um, concert in general, I mean, it's just a float. You know, you're going to go talk to some people. You're going to go get a drink or whatever and go watch the show. It's but very similar it's, to church, it, like it, a church service. Like an average show. With seats. With seats, like at a stadium venue. Um, it is very churchy, which isn't bad. Um, at least today's standards with most churches going the stadium route and performance route, which which that's really good. They're doing a really good job at it, it using their gifts. Um to the best of their ability. That's not a knock at all. That's a, yeah. Um, that's a great thing. Um, but more so like a small venue concert or, or just show. being in the mosh pit at a giant one. Like when you get those floor seats, there's still, it's still a little different. Um, yeah. it be, because it doesn't have the same energy and it's like, it's, well, when when you're when you're saying small venue, what do you so what, small what numbers venue, are you looking at? I mean, we're we're looking yes, like probably a couple hundred people, um, maximum five hundred people, as opposed to as opposed to like a couple thousand. Okay, like 
like, yes, a couple thousand is great and there's good energy there. And you can have like these power ballots where the crowd is singing and, and you have Oof. all that stuff. And that's great. Those are best. Um, but there's something about knowing these other 200 people or these other 50 people at least are a hundred percent sold out to what we are about to do. Right. Um, like, so we were at a show, God, less about a month ago, um, a little over a month ago, somewhere in that range. And, um, you know, a, a band we love greatly, um, was up playing. Um, we, you know, we've, have seen them since we were in high school me and julia have and when they were playing you know they played a couple songs that the pit wasn't really going yet but it was some good energy but i can remember looking over to some some friends of ours and looking into another guy's eyes and knowing the goal that he has is the same goal i have in the way he is going to to actively show his enjoyment of this group. Like I knew from just looking at him and, and just looking, you know, to him that, Hey, this is about to happen. You know, there's a lot of energy and you could feel it coming from them. Mm -hmm. There has only been maybe a handful of times that I have ever experienced that in church. And two of those times were at the dreaded youth camp. I'm dead tired high, um, which again, but why do you think what, what, what happens? Where's the disconnect? Because when you go to a concert, I don't care if it's a Christian concert or, you know, what is the word? A contemporary. Oh, that's not the right word. Secular. Secular. That's what I'm looking for. <clears throat> what happens? Because when people go to a secular concert, even if in church, they are the ones who will never raise their hands. And I can personally attest, I am not a hand raiser. I will when I'm really feeling it and when there's a lot of people doing it and I feel safe. Right. The, 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 the but it's not It's not a natural, at church, it's not natural for me to go, yes, Jesus. You know, I'll close right. my eyes and that's about how, um, you know, into it I'll get. But everywhere else, doesn't matter the song I listen to, every, at home, in the car, I'm screaming, like I'm jumping up and down in my seat. I am showing that I enjoy the song and I am in it completely. But something happens when I walk in a church that that type of behavior <clears throat> either isn't encouraged, which I don't think, I don't I don't think, think it's not encouraged. It. It's just not acceptable. Well, like there is only a, so far you can go. Like if I started, you know, I, I have had a couple services jumping them down and really it was after the concert. I was still kind of feeling that right. high. I was like, yeah, let's do this. And, you know, I got several looks and, you know, oh, you're not supposed to worry about other and, people when you're worshiping and, Jesus. And note to self, um, note, just a quick note on that. We go to a really contemporary church. Oh, yeah. The band there is like, legit, man. Like, like we hand out earplugs. Um, we have had a sound violation called mm -hmm. on us. They're pretty loud. Um, like, and... like you can hear everything before you walk in. And it's awesome. That's not a bad thing. Um, that's a really, really cool. Um, and it's one thing we're, we're kind of proud of. And the worship's awesome. Incredibly gifted people. And and so we have this environment that, that we our church does call, you know, like rock show, 
style. Well, most critics would down it because, yeah. oh, you know, it's all about the how good the... You know, they're yeah. just doing what no. God gave them to do, and they're doing right. a good job. And, and they do it. it in their own style, and, and it's really, really good. And we, we always love that about that. Um, but so, something still happens. Like, Yeah, there's still that breakdown, though, even in a, in a place... Even people, when you have yeah. good music, and they're into it, and the band on stage is into it, but all you can really do is go, yeah, and raise your hands. Like, that's as far as it's... So, comfortable so i think it is what it, what i think the problem is is one that everyone's still coming out of the very old school ways of christianity um christianity is by far the most stagnant culturally yeah and progressively on everything especially in the arts 99 percent in the arts um and so what i see that coming from is how to say it um it's coming from thinking we have to present ourselves a certain way to God that we cannot present ourselves a, we, we can't present ourselves that we have to, you know, take a certain posture. We have to have a certain attitude. We have to get our hearts right before God and, and other people. And, and yes, that's great. Well, that, that goes back to the mm-hmm. other topic, which we're, I think we're about to get to, yeah. um, but but the personal side of why it's different, I think it's because it's been taught for so long, not just leave your problems at the door, but leave you at the door. Well, I was about to say, like, because when Jesus when died you for you, a concert, but you were but ripping it up just as you. much as I was. Well, but, and you're not normally, let me know if I, I am can say a, this, you are not like that in so church. So I, I am charismatic, but I am not charismatic in, in church, mostly because... Hmm, Mostly because I, I won't do it if it's fake. Um, and, and I have a lot of frustrations with church most of the time. <laughs> um, so I find myself, you know, writing in my phone or do something else. And, and I'll every now and then do it when I feel like it's appropriate or I can do it. Or like you said, it's a safe place to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I'm, I'm not super charismatic in a church. And, I, and I, the sad thing is I want to be. Like I want that experience in a church, but I, I know that it will not happen. I was gonna say like, coming off of the episode last week. I mean, I I can say it's hard for me to do it in church. I can only imagine how hard it is for a man to show emo like so, not show emotion, but right. show deep affection for it well, for God. Well, but that's but but so let's dive into that a little bit then. So it's not so much that. So I um I don't think it's that. What I think it is is again how the Bible and how God and how worship has been presented for so long. Everyone's like, well, the songs are feminine. Guys don't like singing. I bullshit. Um, just outright bullshit. I'm sorry. Amen. Those those statements I think are out of false. Like there's pew polls on it. There's all these things, Varna, and like you can read all these polls on it. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. The reason men do not want to do anything is because we're told we have to be stoic. Mm-hmm. We are told we have to present ourselves a certain way, that we have to be, you know, this certain type of leader. For so long, that got ingrained in our culture. Um, and, and the only affection you can show is for manly things. Like yeah. And, and sports. It's, right. And, and, and so it's so ingrained into our culture. And again, not we talked about this last week talks masculinity and and kind of went through that if you haven't listened yet go give it a listen <laughs> you can know what we're talking um, about 
Short little plug, man. It, uh, <laughs> if you experience some of these things, it doesn't make you a toxic person. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just so many of the, the toxic masculinity things are ingrained in our culture that they're normal. Um, and I think in church, what it comes down to really is we just feel so much pressure to perform a certain way hmm. that we cannot perform any other without feeling like we've let ourselves down. Yeah. So let's contrast that to <laughs> like, what it's like to be in a mosh pit, because this is what I've been wanting to talk about. The positive. Uh, I am a very self-conscious person. So I'm going to say something right now. And Go it's for gonna it. Sound like, I hugged and, ki- and got kissed by another dude. In a mosh pit. And we're going to get to what that is, but I'm going to let all you tight bottom people freak out a little bit. Um, and I'm not jealous at all. Actually, I'm jealous it didn't happen a little to bit. me. A little bit. Um, <laughs> but let, let's talk about it because uh, I'm really self-conscious about how people see me. Like, I but, will think about why? things for days. It's just who I am. No, no, no. There's a reason why. Like, I in over, church. Oh, in church. Well, no, I'm talking about in mosh pits. We oh, talked about pits. church. Okay, so in mosh pits. Why? In, I'm, I'm explaining this because it's so bizarre. And it, this is what's got me on a loop for so long. When I am in a concert, when there's music involved. That's what a concert is. <laughs> a concert. So what concerts have we gone to where there's been no music? Sandy Patty. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, okay, so we go oh. to these concerts, and, you know, again, you know, con- I'm saying contrast weird. Contrast. Con- I'm British all of a sudden. At church, very reserved. You know, I'll, you know I'll, I, I, will be, I will be in the beat, and you can see that part of me wants to do something more, but nobody else is doing it, so I'm not going to be the weird one in the corner spazzing. So... All I see is you in a beat suit <laughs> in the beat. Like, that's all I see. Bears, beats, <laughs> um. I am Dwight. <laughs> <sighs> so, no, when we're at the concert, though, I am a completely different person. And it's not even disingenuous. I feel like I am more me in a concert than I am at church, which, again, to me is completely backwards. Um, that's how it should be at church. But. You're in front of all these people that you don't know, just like church when you go in somewhere new. Because when you go to a concert, you're not going to have the same 300 people there every single time. But la- but like the last time we were at the we a knew, concert, like, we knew 90% no, of the group No, we, we knew with. like 10 people and they were scattered throughout and we just kind of hung out with them. But still, you're in front of people you either know, but you usually don't know. And when you're at a church, you don't try anything new on the first day. Like, you don't raise your hands when you visit a church because then you'll get kicked out the first day, man. But when you're at a concert, that's completely acceptable. That's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see you over there. I see you right. jumping. I see you climbing on people's shoulders. to what it, It's not body surf. Is that body surf? Crowd surf. Crowd surfing. Same thing. You're just like, there's no, the there's no holdbacks. Right? There's no... There's no expectation to perform. But you have the exact same conditions at church? No, you don't. No, no, what, what I'm saying, you're around a bunch <laughs> of people you don't know. There's music. Everyone stands. But there's a defining factor of you automatically know when you go to church that there has to be this prim and proper thing. Yeah, that's weird. It, well, it's been taught into us. It's, again, it comes from the Sunday best type of thing. Yeah. Um, and it comes from an old way of culture where that was 
that was just kind of what you did. I mean, stores were closed on Sunday, and that's just all you did, and you dressed up for it. And it was an event, and I, I get culturally where that's important and where that was, but we're so far removed from that now. But not not everywhere but it still else. Sticks. There's everywhere else. You go to a any other place where there's a bunch of people gathered for one purpose for a specific goal. Like the the, the commonalities are astounding. But yeah, when I'm at a concert, I am jumping all over the place. I'm loud. You, you, so it's completely different. Well, well it is, and, and I, I feel no shame. I'm like, I'm, I'm not even looking around. Do they see me jump up and down? Is my hair okay? Like, what's going? Like, I'm sweating like a pig and jumping around, getting tossed in a circle. And I'm like, yeah, let's do some more. Like, I wanted to keep going for a while. Right. Right. And you don't get that type of feeling at church. Not that you're looking for a feeling, but it, it, me at a concert feels 15 times more genuine than me at church. And I'm pretty darn genuine at church. Right. I think, I think what it comes down to is, is the reason we don't feel genuine anymore at church. And it's not that we, we don't. Like, like again, you are pretty genuine. I do my best to be my 100% genuine self. Um, but I think it's, I think it is, or I think it has to do with the fact that when we go to church, you know, we're there to learn, we're there to do all these things. It's not a celebration. Um, it is transformed from being this celebration and this thing. Ah, uh, the age of enlightenment. A, to being, well, and, and uh, so the age of enlightenment is not wrong. There's multiple no. ways to go and, and be a teacher. Um, I mean, no, heck, I'm not knocking learning. I'm yeah. just saying the age of enlightenment has so dulled our emotive responses. Like everything emotion, anything spiritual has to be toned down a ton. And well, Christians, I'm, like, I'm not took against that, that, but I think it has been abused. Well, Christians have had that up. Like, don't show any emotion. Everything is. And, no. and, which is strange because we believe in the Holy Spirit who is allowed to do whatever the heck he wants. I don't think it's that. I think that they dulled specific emotions like like affection, joy, affection in, in those things, I think, for sure. Happiness? Um, well, excitement, I think. Like, don't get too excited because that, that was told a lot. You know, don't don't get too excited about that. That mm, tone, tone it down. You might distract someone. Tone down, and, and not necessarily where we're at now, but but from past places. Um, but yeah, it's it's incredibly different. The mosh pit. But I want to feel... explore why. Like, why is you know, why can you? Uh, me personally, again, the hypocrisy of me going to church and feeling shame for raising my hand and feeling extremely self conscious. But like I have to do this. This is for the Lord. But I go to an Emory concert. They're still singing about Jesus and other things. But they're they're a Christian band, and I'm like screaming the 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 lyrics. I don't care how I sound. I don't care if I'm on pitch. And that's the thing. No one cares. You know, you got the, you know Billy next to you, <laughs> who is singing horrifyingly on off pitch, and no one cares. No one's looking at him, going, "Oh my gosh, just listen," because there's not an expectation. You're there for one purpose. You have one guy in church, though, who's singing off pitch really loudly. The whole building, I promise no, you, will I go turn around and look at him. I go tell the deacon and be like, hey, He's he needs to be scene. moved. 
because I can't worship because this guy sounds like shit. Yeah. Or like, like the baby's crying, oh you know, I take it out because I can't you worship. Start that. I will rant. Um, but, but, it, but it's true. But like, so if you were. We're all like, there for each other to have a exactly. good time. To have to, to, uh, I don't want to use this word lightly, but worship music. It's in music, with music, whatever, you know, you know, not, not saying, oh my, you know, praise be music. I am very pumped about music and very passionate about it, but you know, you're worshiping in a different way than you would worship at church. You're not saying, you know, repeating the same three lines of Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. <laughs> Jesus is my, like, but you know, you're still worshiping with each other and you're all wanting each other to have the best experience. And it's not even this manipulative, you know, I want you to have a good experience. So you come back. We're not coming back. Concerts are too expensive to come back every week. But you're all there singing at the top. You're like showing the max amount of excitement and love for whatever's going on. And you don't get that in church. Like if I were to start singing at the top of my lounge, jumping and fist pumping in the air, when the you know the good bit of the song is, um, but I have a good chance of getting thrown out or a severe talking to afterwards. Never experienced that. It's just kind of an unsaid rule. Well, it's even if it's not, um, even if you go to a church where that's okay, um, like like we've been to some Pentecostal places, and if you go there, that's fine. That that's between you. It's just again not our bag. Um, Which is ironic, because what we're talking about is. Right, and, and and the more evangelical, like you know, Oof. they they do do more of that type of stuff, and, and that's not wrong. Um, you know, I do believe a lot of it to be genuine, and and them really oh, yeah, feeling for sure. that for for sure. But you know, we went to a place a long time ago that that had a lot of that, and when we walked in, even it was like, what the hell are they doing? We were really, really fundamental back we, then. We though. were, but... I don't know if we could do it, if we would react the same and different. I, I think we would, but I think it would be more on the theological was, side now it than was, anything, but... It would, I would I would imagine it would be on the other side. We're not sitting there going, they're showing too much love for Jesus. It would be like, is that even genuine or is that because everyone else is doing it? Right. You know, it used to have the same problem. It's just backwards. It's just the, uh, on the right. other side. Right, but... But the thing is this, it's just, I don't know, it, it's like you feel people watching you. It's like the, the unwritten rule of church is if you do these things, um, you know, you might get a talking to because you might be a stumbling block, which, which I think might be where some of that comes from is don't, you know, like we were told in youth group, like you have a square. Like you so, were told, you're. I was never told that you have a square. Whatever the hell you want to do in that square, do it. Now, if you go outside that square to another person's square, <laughs> and they're not wanting, you know, interaction, you know, go back to your square. Um, and so I started learning that that whatever you, however you want to worship, you can. And even though I was taught that in youth group. That didn't translate over to big church hmm. because you could do what you want in your square. Um, like I remember in high school, I was going to a completely different youth group than the church I was going to, but I'd go there on Sunday morning sometimes. Well, they had like a section that was 
like the worst seating in the place, but they set all the youth group kids there because mm-hmm. it was kind of moshy. <laughs> um, and the sad thing is, it was like Michael W. Smith worship. <laughs> so, so watching kids mockingly mosh to Michael W. Smith or the song I only can imagine is the funniest thing you'll ever see for one. Surrounded uh, by your glory. It, trust me, um, it is the <laughs> slowest, most violent mosh ever. Um, well, but like, let's. Uh, you said something I wanted to say something about the rule of the box. When you you can't apply that to being in a concert. No, if you, you can't. enter the mosh zone, which is usually the fr- like first five rows of standing room. If you don't want to mosh, you get all the way in the back. Right. Which again, no one shames you for. You don't look back and go, "Oh, y'all well, don't love this people, band enough." People who in the mosh pit who like so there's so like, rules of moshing. Oh um, yeah, we didn't go over that. So so rules of moshing are, are quickly as follows: there are walls. There are moshers and there are non-moshers. Then there's the every now and then curiosity kids. <laughs> that was me. Um, the curiosity kids kind of just get thrown into the middle and they decide real quick when they come back out if they're going to go back in. That's <laughs> we're, And we're done. Um, and of course, there's multitude of moshers and different styles. And, and that could be a completely you got the different windmill, podcast. We're you got not the even, tornado. I actually want to do a podcast on like what Enneagram each type of mosher <gasps> is. That would be beautiful. Um, like that would be really, really cool. So to note to self, <laughs> we'll put a pin in it. Um, but <laughs> what type? Of, what? Oh. Well, that makes um, me a strange person because I'm a nine, <laughs> and I was in there. I don't know. You're peacefully wanting to like. <laughs> I want everyone in the face. to get along, so <laughs> I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm going to punch my elbow into your gut. Um, no, but you have there's there's all these unwritten rules, but it's never it's never individualistic. No, no, it's not. And let's so let's start with like the biggest rule of moshing. You're going to fall down. Like like it is inevitable at some point you're gonna get pushed, you're gonna get shoved, you're I'm you're gonna, gonna you lose balance. Gonna knock on wood. I've done it um, two times and I haven't <laughs> fallen down yet. I, I've fallen down once or twice. I I've in in just the last time. And it it happens. I have impeccable but, balance. But the thing is <laughs> You're going to say you're going to get ran over next time. I really am. Um, like, the thing is, though, the moment you go down, like, a hedge of protection forms around you. Literally, though. Um, within seconds, it just appears. Um, basically, other guys, girls, will, will come, put kind of, you know, hover their hand over you and stick a hand out. And they'll it's... kind of, like, make sure you can get back up. At least good, good people in mosh pits who are like doing it that's what they do yeah that's the unspoken rule if you go down somebody will be there to yeah pick you up. someone's you won't going know to pick them you up. from the guy could have anyone. just elbowed you in the eyeball and he's going and like you're down he's going to help you back up um th- there's not really this i'm just cool. gonna push you and, and again whole nother topic and we can go but for the sake of this applying to the box issue yeah, like is, you're going to touch someone else. You're, you're, you're going, going to, have to get. You're going to fit, you know, again. That's a depth of echoes plug there. They're going about the um, starvation of touch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but no, if you're in a concert, there's going to be parts where everyone's going to start jumping up. Someone's going to put their hand on your shoulder and start jumping off of you. You're going to do the same to someone else. Right. And there's no, there's usually not any aggressive, hostile, I don't know, for lack of a better word, touches. Like, no one's going to bump into you and turn around and get really mad because you touched them. But I swear, if you do, 
you all know if you've been in church, if you touch someone's elbow, God have mercy on you. Stay, do not touch me in church. And it's so so weird because you there's this sense of well I, i'm just gonna like sbc touching in church is kind of like like I'm, I'm i hate to go there but like the sad reality is it's abusive touch not... it, it, it's been the church has promoted itself to be abusive touch like and i'm not saying bad shit doesn't happen in a mosh pit trust me i've seen it, it it's not pretty either um and well, yes, I know there are good have... churches where, where they do some stuff like this. Again, not all churches, not all mosh pits. There are always exceptions all to me. things. Not all everything. <laughs> um, and so, basically, um, what we're looking at is, is I get why that happens, though. I get why zero touch in churches, because it's been so far abused in so many ways. Uh, I don't think that's it's the reason. It's so, like, skittish. I, I don't think that's the reason. I do. I, I personally think that's why I've men don't few... do it with men, or, like, like bounce or, like, like interact with men in that way. And, I, uh, like, you see more women interact. I've seen more women in our, in our time in church, like hold hands and raise hands together and like kind of like sway together and like physically interact with each other in that way. Like church moshing it might be something exploring, um, but no, I've heard, I've like had I, a few that's sermons just what I've preached seen. at me. Why? Uh, I can't even. Well, it's, it's, it's the box mentality. It's, this is your square. Do not interfere with someone else's worship because you will that's... ruin their connection with God. Cause it's on DSL. You know, it's not high speed internet. Well, it's just you know dial up. I think I think that's where we've hit is that church is so individualistic, and not even in the way most bloggers will but say it's about it. Individualistically, it's individualistically. Um, like, what is the purpose of worship whole? collectively? It's a collectively individualistic. How I how a healthy one is supposed to look looks look like. Is you're all worshiping God together. It doesn't right. matter what stage of life. If you're grieving, you should be allowed to be in your space and weep. Right. Which I have done several times. Right. We all have. Uh, in church, the songs just, it's hitting me right. And I'm just, bah, you know, I've had a horrible week. Yeah. I've had a horrible day, month, year. Um, you know, and I'm just, bah, you know, all over the place. And that should be okay. And I should be able to look over and someone is having the best week. They are on a high, right. to use, you know, church language. They're on a mountain right now. I'm in the valley. But, you know, you're supposed to look across and, okay, it's going to be okay. I'm going to get back to that someday. And the person who is on the mountain is going to look over and see me and be encouraged. I'm, I'm having a good time right now. Right. That could be me tomorrow. Right. And it's a safe place for us to be worshiping God together. Neither should be shamed. If you're feeling it, you should be like, yeah, let's go. Jesus. <laughs> but, you know, if you're sitting there weeping, you shouldn't feel like, oh, my gosh, we're in church. I'm going to be bringing someone down. I'm going to be, well, you know. I'm going to be a stumbling block. Someone's going to look at yeah. me and not want to come back because, oh, my gosh, aren't Christians aren't supposed, you know, they're not supposed to be crying. Right. They're not supposed to be having, you know. And that's why the saying "leave your problems but, at the door" is so problematic. But but there but there's no church out there that I can think of. Maybe maybe a few. Maybe there is. But most churches, I would say, probably would tell you like, "Yeah, worship however you want to." 
Well, but it's said, but there's again the under the unspoken rules, just like in a mob, in, um, in a mob. mosh pit, <laughs> in a mosh um, pit, in a mosh pit. Like you don't go in swinging if everyone's not swinging fists, and it's not like this what we call windmill kids. Um, if if it's not violent, um, you respect that, and it's not violent. You don't do that, but. But I could, if I, you know, let's say we're at the Emory concert and one of their songs is one of the sad ones or one of the really deep ones, like um, Toby did. What uh, last year he did, uh, never got to see the West Coast. Yeah. And man, I was really depressed during that time. And man, I was just, blah, you know, blubbering and no, you know, 50 other people, you know, 50 other people were doing the same thing. They're mm-hmm. like, you know, and we got to a point where we all in tears were just raising our fists and saying, yeah, that's me. I am mm-hmm. having suicidal thoughts, right? But we're gonna get through this, right? Right. It was not, you know, crying, tears, snot, and all. It was encouraging to see other people. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. I'm going through this. Right. There's pain, and I see you over there. You've got pain, and I see over you. You don't know what we're talking about, but you, you're with us. Right. Right. You're here with us, and you're here to support. Like, it was incredibly moving, and I don't know if i can say that is the way i've experienced it at church again usually when i start crying people start inching away well they they don't want to deal with it again it's like the whole whole issue of like when someone asks you how are you doing they do not want to hear you know i almost drove the car off a bridge this week they want to hear oh i'm good works good here we go now again don't get me wrong there are people who do but and, and want to hear those those life issues and things like that, but like it, it's Generally. it's kind of the same thing. Like they're there selfishly, more so than anything. Again, I think it goes back to that consumerism type of mentality, that very selfish mentality in church. But it also goes back to like all of them are the same selfish. So like there is a a big thing in church, but it's like I'm going to worship my way, um, and I'm going to do this because that is. That is one thing about the mosh pit. You were all there for that common goal to, to you know, mosh or have fun and do this thing. You're like, just there to have fun you and were there, but, but and no, but, enjoy life. But you know this is going to happen. Like going to an Emory show, we know there's going to be a mosh pit, especially if it's a smaller venue. We kind of know the group of people that are going to kind of come and be there um, for the most part because of the people that that band attracts. Um, Man, hold on. I want to go back and say something, something kind of, can I? Yeah. Interrupt you for a second. There was, and it, it stuck with me for really long. Like as a, going back on the note of you're allowed to feel however you want when you're in a concert, right? But you can't feel the way you want at church. There was a Sunday. <clears throat> sorry, there's a Sunday evening that we went to church, and I had been crying all day. We had just gone through. I don't remember what it was, but something. It sucked. Borderline traumatic. I don't remember what it was, but I remember the feeling. Right. And we, you know, despite what we want, you know, we were we were encouraged to sit in the front, um, you know, as volunteers of the church to so find whatever. We'll sit in the front, um, and we sat down. And I'm sitting there trying to get my head to catch up to the service, catch up to where we were the day, just trying to get to where I could even hear something about the Bible. Right. And one of the leaders, you know, as this, as the worship was starting and I'm trying to, you know, okay, I got to get myself in the mood to sing. We're here to worship Jesus. It comes up and, you know, puts a hand on my shoulder or Clay's shoulder, I don't remember, and said, hey, I need y'all to bring some energy today. All right? Yeah. 
And that alone was just like no regard for our, our day, no regard for our feelings. It was just you're here to bring energy so other people can worship. Well, you're you're here for other people. You're and, and I think that's so I think that's the incredibly selfish, not selfish thing about the church. And I can't even say he had malicious I, I don't intent. Think that, I don't think that, not no, at all. I don't I don't think it was and and we're not speaking bad about about that at all. It's just more so I think because I, I remember that that it, broke me. I well, I couldn't even sing after that because I'm like, oh god, yes. What about me? Like I'm I'm on the verge of tears. I'm on the verge of just giving up entirely. Right. And the first words that were spoken to me in a in a church service was, we're "Hey, suck it up, Buttercup." You're much. not showing enough like, energy. You're not showing enough love for Jesus. And again, to contrast that with how I was feeling at the Emory concert last year, I was still feeling pretty sucky. Right. But I was allowed to develop that and kind of, okay, I'm here, and then get to that point where I could show energy rather than saying, right. hey, you need to do this. If you're in the front, if you're here, you're a representation of the church, and if you're not representing it well, then you are not. You don't need to be here. Right. And again, I don't think that was the intent, but that's what I received, and that's how I felt. Well, that's how it comes across, especially when you're in that mood where, where you're just trying to make it through. Like, that's how that usually will come across. Yeah, and it was just, you know, and the difference is, is very subtle. Yeah. Like, you know, the band gets up there, they're not going to go, okay, guys, bring some energy, make us look good. Right. People want to do it because of their love for their music, because of their love for the band of who they are and what they represent. Right. And I think if we brought more of that to church, man, what would that look like? I I think it wouldn't look like church. <laughs> I, I don't think it would would look like any church we would see, like in any form. It wouldn't be the same way. Like if it was, if church was like a mosh pit, and and we actually did that, there would be the the church would look like a venue. Um, there would be people off in one corner dealing with emotions and things talking with others <laughs> emotions there, well i mean i know keep going sad. there would be other about. people um off in another corner you know you know talking and, and working through deep issues and and all this stuff and then the, the ones laughing and playing games over in this corner and then the people enjoying the show it would be a very diverse setup and not to say that doesn't happen in church but everything is so much tucked away from the main event that the main event has to be this polished perfect clean running thing if there's any disruption in the the polished event it it's counted as loss because again and and i think we've overlooked it but but we seem to keep coming back to it at least i do because we might make someone stumble because we might, we might make run someone the uncomfortable. To God. One person well, trumps well, the the needs of I, many. But I think that's the same thing. So I I honestly think, and I hear that ninety percent of the time now, when someone says a baby crying, you dancing, you you know that pumping can somehow your fist, that disrupt God's work. Yeah, because God, you know, again is on dial up. Apparently. But yet we're saying God is so powerful and so mighty and all of these things. He wants to do something. Yet, He's going to do it. We're not going to stop him. Listen to my prayers or cries or rejoices or whatever because, you know, baby Bobby McGee over in the corner over here is screaming. 
um, because it's going to ruin my concentration because I have to have perfect concentration and meditation to be able to hear the quiet and still voice of God. Mercy. Um, When God always represents himself as a roaring lion in in this very Well, no, you have the Elijah after he comes out of his depression. He goes... but that's a I'm not in the hurricane. God. I'm not in this. I'm in the whispers in the right. quiet. But, but that's after he was suicidal. But that's after I. But that's after he won. He was a coward and ran away. I wouldn't say to, that. Uh, he was suicidal. He was suicidal because he was scared and a whole bunch Depression. of things. But again, another topic. <laughs> um, but but that's because God had a different voice God is both. for different things. He is Why everything. Not both? Right. Well, well, he that's... can be a quiet whisper and he can be deafening. Right. There is no box we can fit him in. No, but but what I'm saying is we are taught only one side. Right. That, that God that is quiet. He's so only quiet. He might not, God might not be speaking to this person real loud. It might just be soft and subtle. And you could ruin it. Um, the what and ifs. you can ruin it. Which, yeah, and it's what always in the what ifs. And, and, and it is. But I really think it comes back to that, that, that we can somehow change. Dictate what God does. Dictate what God does. But. When we talk about a mosh pit, I can't dictate the energy of the room that the band is putting out. Or yeah, that if all everything. of a sudden I sat still and didn't do anything, everyone else is still going to move around me. Right. I'm just going to kind of get pushed to the edges. Like, so now, now to the story um, that uh, you know uh, I get you know kissed by a dude. Um, so you loved it in the mosh pit. Um, one of the guys comes out and stands on the crowd, and you know you go up and hold his feet and he does his thing and it's really 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 cool and there's a lot of energy in it well when he came down he you know just dropped down in the crowd you know all the people you know holding him up he came up gave a little kiss on the cheek and a hug and said you know thank you my friend but the and and the reason for this or mentioning this is this that is that it was genuine for one, and that the feeling that the band, which we were there to see, set was one of safety and one where I knew whatever came next was okay. That whatever, however I acted, however I felt to, to enjoy their music, was okay. How you chose to express yourself was yeah. What, what was, nobody was cared. Complete. Well, no, it was accepted. Well, that's it, what I mean. Nobody had an issue with. But but the care is is that they thought they thought it was okay, and they accepted that of me. Mm-hmm. And in church, we feel like we don't get it accepted because we have to live up to those things that we've talked about. We have to do all those things, and that we only put God in a box. But the people, not not to call them gods or anything, but the people leading this, just like the worshipers in a church, put this experience wide open. They didn't close it. They didn't do anything. I mean, pretty much the only big rule to a mosh pit is, is no fighting. Um, that's like the biggest number one rule. And most bands now will, will stop playing when that happens. But but they they, from the stage, created the environment. And it was it was modeled in who they are as people that it's okay to be you and okay to do what you do, because this is wide open. And again, not any church will be like, yeah, worship how you need, you know, how you feel led. But they don't model that outside of you know lifting their hands or anything else. They don't model it like you were saying 
and knowing how to talk to people who are visibly upset or knowing, you know, we can do that. Like that. We can, we know how to do it everywhere else, but church, if you were walking down right. the street and someone's crying, you're going to go over, Hey, what's going well, on? Well, like I was saying, like but in church, it's somehow taboo. Well, well at the club at the venue, we were, we saw the band at it. There was all those different clicks. Mm-hmm. And when you enter into that section, like, like you knew, hey, these people are dealing with some stuff. It's visible. You know, they're this kind of group is just emotional right now. They're deep thought or whatever, you know, and these people are getting the music. There's all these different things. And you knew it. But in church, there's there's just this assumption for this one singular style of worship with like a couple variants. Mm. It's like the same make and model of a car. And it just has different upgrade packages to it you know do you want leather seats or not right so let me let me kind of metaphor out here a little bit um see if hopefully you can follow along so if church looked like an emory concert let's just use them because that's what we've experienced just just (laughs) give give me give me space let me let me let me work this out because this is kind of the rant that's been in my head um so one you pay to be there contrast church it's free generally but people pay to be there and they are more genuine than the people who show up for free you are not expected to bring anything but honesty and genuineness church you're expected to bring an air of some you're there to worship god and look correct in doing it there is an expectation, like as much as it's awful and we don't want it, I don't think any Christian says, no, I w- we need you to act this way. Like no one will outright say that. And I don't think anyone outright means that, but it's there. So you have, you know, the mosh pit where if someone does go down, a wall immediately goes up. If they're hurt, if they're about to get trampled by let's metaphorically life by the people there, people who don't even know them will stand up. And protect them until they're back on their feet. I can't confidently say. Now, you know, we've experienced that with our life group, their stuff. But generally, and how and people I've talked to, that's not how it happens. If you go down, pray and hope that someone will be there. You don't have that confidence. In a mosh pit, I have confidence. If I go down, someone, someone's coming. Yeah. And, and it's never said. No one stands up right before the concert begins. If you fall down, these three guys are going to help you out. People just assume. Even me, not I've only moshed twice, and I knew that the rule. If someone goes down, you hover over them until they're back up, or you pick them back up. And you risk getting smacked. <laughs> like, you risk getting hurt standing in the middle of these you know, people jumping around, having a good time, and dancing. But, it, you know... That protecting them is more important than you having a good time. Always. It's not even a question. You know, oh, well, I'm moshing, they're down. Screw them. I'm here and I paid money to be here. Right. I'm here, you know, it's, oh, buddy's down. I don't know who they are. We're going we're gonna to protect them. And, you know, you, you don't see that type of willingness in church. Right. Um, you know, when you're worshiping, when you're singing... You don't, I'm, I'm just summarizing, like, you don't care, you know, when you're at a concert, you don't care if the person next to you can sing. And if, you know, if you notice they are singing bad, you just kind of chuckle to yourself, but look, they're having a good time. 
you don't take it as an offense. Right. And and in church, you take it as offense. Like, if you don't know how to sing, just sing to yourself. God hears in key. Like, um, you know, don't don't distract the other people who can sing. Let us, you know, bask in their greatness. Right. Um. Uh, what's what's the other one? I. The, the other contrast. Can you can you think of a few that if we could turn church into more like a mosh pit? You know what would that? You know I, I've already said a few. Um, oh yeah, the leaders, the who who the the people who are yep. moshing are Setting there for. Tone. They set tone. Out the uh, gate, it's like, not even questionable. Yeah, and you know you go to an Emory concert, you're not going to violently get hurt. No one is right. there to throw a, a, a fist in your face. Maybe it happens, but it's never done out of malice. Or not never, but j- very rarely is it done out of malice. Now, if you go to I'm not a very experienced monster. So, so basically, like, I guess to... You go to, like, a Satan-worshipping band no, or something. Yes, the Satan-worshipping <laughs> Yes. My fundamentals basically, coming out. Basically, it's, um, it's... There are different types of mosh pit, and we've, we've kind of been over that. But, like, a healthy group of people who doesn't just have these mass, built-up, pent-up aggression, anger issues towards Oh, I humans. have all of that, and I didn't want to well, hurt anybody. Well, but, I mean, people <laughs> who, who just, like, oh, I'm just going to take it out on other people, like... You, you do have those groups that it's it's really violent, and I I've seen those. I've been part of a couple of those. It Wall sucks. Of death. Um, Wall of death. You know, um, death. some can get incredibly violent. Um, you know, mostly we use Emory because that's one of the healthiest ones personally I have ever seen. It's it's incredibly healthy. Again, it's the people they attract and kind of like who they are as a band. Um, and they're I, I think it. Deals the, with like their accessibility. And the other band, well, the though. band attracts a certain amount of people, right? And the content of their music and their well, words, and just and like a church will attract a certain type of people. Yeah, for sure. Like but, a, a, a team of leaders or pastor is going to attract a certain type of people, and whether they're healthy or toxic, we're just humans. We follow, and we follow things that are most like us, right? So you know, Emery, you're going to have a bunch of. Right now, you have a bunch of. 30-somethings, 40-somethings, 50-somethings. <laughs> 30 or 40-year-olds. Or maybe, you know, the 20-year-olds that just discovered them. Yeah, coming to the show. But there's like this rite of passage that you look down. Oh, it's your first show. Okay, here. Let me take you under my wing. Let me show you how this goes. Or, or at least let me do explain to you what's about to happen here. Yeah, because we saw several at the concert who were like a deer in headlights. What is going on? Because all the bands before them were really chill. And there, no, there they was no great, moshing. Besides but, Emory. They, you know, you just kind of stood there and you consumed it. Yeah, and you maybe had a hand in the yeah, end. Yeah, and it, it wasn't bad. It was oh, beautiful bands. Yeah, like oh, the music was so good, but it was not something too mosh to. Um, and you know, and I think that goes a lot for church. Like the type of leaders and the people who are most public will attract a certain amount of people, and whether they're healthy or not, kind of depends on the content. Well, and, and the, it, it the character depends, of the leaders. Yeah, well, it depends on the leadership because and how the people are being led. Like, like we knew how the mosh pit works. We knew all the songs by heart, so we knew when the mosh would start and what would happen. Uh, everyone was in sync, kind of um, like the Bible talks about how Christians should be. Right, but but there's no rules for the concert. You come and partake. Yeah, you didn't come and in and know. sign a, a membership you, form you saying you're going to do a certain amount of all things. these things to be qualified as. I mean, yes, I, I get you know being a Christian. There are is a qualification, but that's it. Um, you know, 
And I, and well, and I can't, that's one of the differences that there's not the qualification look, list. Oh my goodness. But you know, there's, you're not going to have complete switch. Like there, well, there are no. standards that the Bible does set forth. But they're far and few between from what the American church is now though. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty backwards and we've incorporated church. Well, which again, another podcast, we said well, it like six times, take a shot every time. Well, so pretty much I view moshing is, is more of like a faith and, and honestly the church as it is now is, is more like a religion. And I'm very outspoken about this, that I no longer believe in Christianity as a religion. And I refuse to accept it as a religion when it is a faith, um, the, the religion side of it, yes, will come and people naturally do that. But how it is right now, it is a religious, almost cult-like movement that I think Christianity is damaging more to itself than anything else in the world. Um, that it is its own worst enemy. And I think if it was more like this completely inclusive... It's pretty biblical the more you think about it. It, it is, but because it's completely inclusive. There's no rules besides, hey, be nice, be kind, be sweet, be generous, be accepting. And protect um, the weak. Pr- protect the weak, or just protect the people who are having a rough moment. Yeah. Like, not even, not even like, broken or You see someone poor, not seeing a, a mosh just like, man come and, like, push them out like, of the way. Or just like, hey, you know, today sucked. And those I people think, standing around those I people. And I think if we were that aware, that's kind of what Jesus had in mind. Well, that's you know, all he had in look, mind. You know, he, you see the weaker men to protect them while you're having a good time. That doesn't have to infringe well, on you. So know, their he, protection is worth more than you having a good time. But Jesus was sent to get rid of what we have now. Oh, I know. So let me let me ask this, and it's been on my mind for the last year. Do you think, in general, do you think that the style of moshing will ever ever happen in the American church? Yes. Yeah, but it will be on. It'll be on the next like wave, I believe, of Christianity. Because right now we're in this very hyper consumeristic, where like there is no Bible taught normally. It's just here's how to get saved. Once you're saved, I don't give a fuck. Like like yeah. that is the mentality in most sucks. churches. Look at Stephen Furtick. Um, he yes, he ministers to all these people. Whoa. Um, he has numbers. But no growth of those people. Like there's, very, there's this interview. Horizontal gro- the, the growth is horizontal, well, not vertical. Right. Well, this there was interviews done um, by multiple like in, dropping kind of investigative things. I don't care. <laughs> um, but he and they kind of investigated like some satellite churches and all the people within like a couple years, like they did it over a year or two. Like they're the same spiritually as they were to begin with there's no growth in any form or fashion if you look at the bible the, the illiteracy of the bible it's in not, america, it's not even in that. america like, it is it is scary well it's like the no the one sermons, knows what the bible says because most of them are well the sermons are re, you know done and receiving and, and people could be like well that's just like going to a concert they're gonna sing the same songs they are but the defining factor is i'm a different person every time i go and i learn something every time i go um, to to see a concert, like I, I learned something new about myself somehow, but yet I go to church and hear the same sermon over and over again. It, it's not because my perspective isn't trying; it's because there's nothing for for 
for people who are in it there. And I think when that wave is done of just speaking to new believers, new believers, new might believers. Like, you know, not full out mosh pits, but standing and worshiping like that. Do you I, I think, think there will be a revival. That there will be a revival for one smaller churches Man, doing I this. I'm seeing that. I, I think it's plausible. Um, I, I and I'm more of an optimist, and you know this that that I can see it, but we have to push for it. Me and you, uh, the 30 year olds who 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 see like the beneficiariness of like this genuine kind of no hold bar worship, expression of worship. Yeah, this great awakening. Um, if you will. no one was doing it for show like no, it was all very genuine right everyone again it was a completely genuine thing. everyone even if even those who weren't going to fist bump raise their hands yeah. they were still singing loud they yep. were still enjoying and watching other people enjoying man this is a good concert what'd you do i just stood there and watched all right so okay you think it's yeah. going to happen i don't think it's going to happen but, but not why? in the near future because we it is so ingrained in us to be prim and proper I know we're kind of growing out of that, but that type of that type of expression, I think, is lost. And and I'm not going to go doom and gloom, but I have a really hard time seeing that that type of you know standing and, and shoving each other around and having a good time in that free sense. Right. I think we've lost it. I can see that, but I, I still think there is hope with our generation because a lot of our generation has left the church because of where it's at now. Yeah. And really I think when when most of us start going back or the majority of them start going back to change it because we, we are Christians and we just hate how it is um, with this movement that's going on in the church, that when we come back, I think we will not so much demand – um. It, but but we will stand up and be like, look, we need this. This is the this is the awakening that is happening. Um, we as Christians need this. You need that type of leadership. Yeah, and and I think it's coming, and I think we will see pastors and you have come to have out of just like in a men mosh and pit. women come out of come out of it and lead and take those people under their wing, and and show them, hey, here's how this goes, and and I think we see that somewhat, you know, now. Maybe. Um, but I, I think we'll start seeing it in the mainstream. I think there will be probably a couple pastors come up um, that that will kind of show this type of type of thing. Well, well, it's true. Um, well, and you also again, I'm I'm drawing on metaphors like a crazy person over here. But in a you know at, at least at the last concert we had in the mosh pit, you had to have that one guy start it. We were all ready. You had the whole group who was just waiting. Somebody, somebody started. Somebody started. right. There was a leader of the pack. And it didn't start happening until that one person's like, I'm going to do it. Right. It's my turn. So I think you you may be right. We have a culture that's w- ready for it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if this one is. Maybe the next one. No. No. I, I think we are. I literally because. It, but once that, you know, once that first action, I think that'll start a ripple. Well, yeah. Be, and, and I think that's it. I mean, honestly, we're just a bunch of old drying out wood waiting for for life again. Life to be yeah. breathed into us. And I think it will take that one spark or that one match to set everything ablaze. I bet. But it's just going to take that one person, male, female, whatever, that start. one person to start it and really stand up and challenge it. Um, but, I mean... So where do we go from here? Like, how do... Okay, we've, we've presented a problem. <laughs> well, problem, we've, solutions, we've presented We've presented um, the problem, and it is pointless to present a problem without having a solution. So what would you think the solution would be? 
So I, what I, could we do <laughs> realistically? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but what can we do realistically? Not we, you know, in in forty years this could happen. What could we and you, and anybody listening right. who you know who, who agrees? So maybe, what what can we do? What I think we can do, short and simple, is get with like minded people, whether it's over the internet or or whatever, um, and, and kind of like discuss this. And kind of get a community going about like how to reform the church. Um, the church is not a pastor and the staff. Period. Um, uh, biblically, they are charged with leading you mm-hmm. or shepherding. They are not charged with how the church looks. Um, the people have vision. Leaders have vision. But if the vision of the leader is is not the same of its people then one of them is wrong. Well, just like you can't have a band perform without anyone showing up. Right, right. They but, both well, need each other. Y- yes, but, but... And they're both equally needing each other. Y- yes and no. Um, it's more, to me, it's more like... The pastor is just as much part of the hand as the fingernails, knuckles, and every other thing part Kneecaps. of the hand. Um he is just charged with like monitoring and making sure everyone's good and, well, and it's just and one facet. them. It's just one facet. But I think the one body, lead singer does not make the band. Right. But I think once the body of Christ realizes, Hey, this is, this is where we need to go. We need to have this, this realization that we have. So got rid of these emotions, these feelings, these whatever, and we've just gotten rid of them that we need to, step it up and figure out how to bring this back, whether it be through worship, preaching styles or whatever. Um, and that we need to reach the people who are hurting, who are here, not the people who are just far from God. Like we will always be reaching the people who are far from God. And that's awesome. And that's never a bad thing. But when you don't deal with the people who are with God already and who are suffering and walking away from the church, in droves it needs um, to be addressed it needs to be addressed and i i think once we go and and we start changing church to be this way where it's safe it's comfortable and we know if we fall we're going to be picked up even on the bad days not just the big life-changing issues that churches are there for but just the day-to-day and truly picked up and lifted up from that i, I think we'll start seeing a change or when we see worship change where people um People, uh, you know, no longer are scared to do it in a church leads and champions the way people worship, where it's completely open and free and it's okay. And yes, there's some rules about it. Like, don't go punching people. Don't, you know, don't go running up on stage. Like, like there's some base rules. You don't rules. want chaos. You don't want chaos, but like worship. But you allow the natural ebb just and like flow. You lead that, that, that natural ebb and flow of worship. Um, and, and you you become uncomfortable to help them get out of being uncomfortable. So, quick question. Do you think that starts from the leadership down, or do you think the people have to start that? I, I, honestly, with this one, I think it's going to be kind of like revolutionary style, where people get up and are like, hey, um, Doing this. this is what we want. And there's going to be a lot of church divide and a lot of issues come out of this, I think. But the fact is, um, I would like it to start at leadership. Um, I would, I would like it to, but 
I think it's going to have to come from the people kind of revolting and going, look, this is bullshit. This needs to happen. Yeah. But what about you? Um, Really simple. Maybe being more genuine when you worship. And, and it's really hard to do. Oh, yeah. Especially with the songs we have. Man, there's no allowance for anything that isn't positive. But, you know... Modeling that regardless of where you are, I think we need to start there first. Right. But I don't know how we get to church and how, you know, that type of worship where it's unabandoned, where you don't care what people think. And if enough people do it, who cares? And if the people who care about it are raising hell about it, like, man, like, you know. I, I always thought a mosh pit was, you know, it, most of it was taught, but I, I'll, I'll close out with this. I always thought it was demonic and chaotic and evil until I started doing it. Until last year when I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to see what this is about. I haven't experienced it, so I can't have an opinion if I haven't experienced it. So I jump in and man, the high. <laughs> I know it's a taboo word, but. It felt so good to express how I felt in the biggest way I could. And and nobody looked down at me for that. And once I experienced it, once I was in it, man, I keep wanting to do it. Yeah. Not because of, you know, it's a selfish thing, but the, the camaraderie you feel and the oneness you feel with absolute strangers is... I can't describe that feeling. I can't describe that, you know, we're in this, we're at this concert and we're all in this for something bigger than us. Right, right. And that's how church should be. Yeah. And man, if it was like that, there would be, I wonder what would happen. (laughs) There'd be a lot more people. (laughs) You know, if people could just look on and be like, what is going on? I want to be a part of that. You know, they're so open and free and in our culture that is stiff and, and, and locked up and there's these emotions and feelings that you can't express publicly. And you you go to a church and you see people, you know, screaming at the top of their lungs, their, their, their love for Jesus. And you can see it, that it's genuine. Man, right. what would that look like? Kind of look like a mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, man, um. So man. So man. So, so guys. Nervous. So yeah, I'm not nervous. I'm just. I'm. I, 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 I want to talk about this for another hour, but we are. We're we're we're, we're at quite it. a bit good. So if you, I, I really want to hear other people's opinions about this. Right, and I and really want to hear. There's, there's multiple ways they they can do that. <laughs> Please <laughs> tell me more. Um, Enlighten me. Well, yeah. Um, so there's a Facebook page um, for the podcast. Um, the Reapcast, go to go to Facebook. Uh, there is um, soon after this, there will be a, a Twitter page that you can comment, follow, and we'll post this stuff there. Um, anyone using Anchor, the app, to listen to podcasts or to listen to this show um, can actually call in and leave a voice message. Nice. Um, and, and we can listen to that and communicate back and, and all this sorts of cool stuff with it and play it in the show. Um, and we can do that. 
Um, but dude, or comment on the uh, on this link in in Facebook because yeah. I would really love to have a deeper conversation oh, yeah. and see what y'all think and see if y'all see any similarities that I missed or Clay missed. Yeah, and not man, to, I really want to have a conversation about this. Be, not to be like, hey, like and share this, but like share this, hit and, that bell, <laughs> and get other people talking about it, and and let's see how far this concept and this this crazy idea of what if church was like a mosh pit. Tell us if we're crazy. Um, I'm, I'm down for that. This is a rant there. in my head. I'm really curious about what, <laughs> what people think about it. Please. And, and honestly, leave a I message. I want to talk to you. One. I really don't. Maybe. Um, but yeah. Um, so, I mean, is there anything else on this before we close out and I start going into the spiel? Um, I had fun. I hope I hope I, anything I said made sense. Oh my goodness! Well, sense. Luckily, luckily, the show you know is is called Random Ramblings. Yay! So huzzah! So we, we have some, we have some room, we have some room. But yeah, I, I'm going to say it one more time. Please comment something because not 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 to boost the Please. page. I genuinely <laughs> want to hear we, your opinion about this, and we want to have a conversation about it, um, whether it be. Y'all are idiots. Or y'all need to go see comments, concerts more. You sound really deprived of adult time. But we (laughs) alone time. We do want to hear what y'all have to say on this. Um, We're just two people with so many experiences, um, and there's a world of experience out there on this issue for sure. So, um, so yeah. So uh, remember to well comment, like, um, share. you know, you can always find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcast, um, and Spotify. Um, we are definitely um, excited to talk about multitude of different things. Um, you if know, you have an idea, let us yeah, know in the comments to, below. Go to the Reapcast Facebook page and, and drop a comment on the page of what you would like to hear next. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Um, I had a good time. Did you? I did. Yeah. I like ranting. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't know that about me. <laughs> Unless you follow me on Facebook, then you see my rants all the time. All right, all right. Follow well, I'm Clay. I'm Julia. <laughs> and this has been the Recast. God, the world.